Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of the Coin Press Podcast. I'm Luke Willis. Today, I'm joined by Mr. S, a dev of Blockify Games. Welcome, Mr. S. Hello. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Glad to have you today. Uh, so just for people listening, what is Blockify? So uh, Blockify is uh, a platform that we developed, or also called an SDK, a software development kit for game developers to bring their games onto the blockchain. And it uh, is meant to solve a lot of these typical problems that every game developer would face when they try to exactly do that, go onto the blockchain, um, including a very um, important problem on the blockchain, and that is making games sheet, uh, sorry, games protected in a way that nobody can cheat in them, since blockchain games obviously often have a play-to-earn aspect. Uh, it is very uh, incentivizing um, um, for people to cheat there because they can real earn real money by cheating. And this is something that Blockify Games is meant to prevent with, an, with a unique anti-cheat mechanism. Cool. Um, I, I want to get into to how you did that in, in more detail. Mm -hmm. um, but before we do, uh, you've, you've launched a game or you are launching a game called Slay to Earn. Um, can you exactly. tell us more about that? Yes, um, we always were clear that we needed a, a showcase for our technology yeah. because all the technological, all these technolo technological details are very uh, dry, maybe for the uh, broad audience. So we developed very early Slate to Earn, um, and that is an action RPG on the blockchain. Uh, so just like the typical action RPGs that you know from the classical game industry. Um, slay to earn allows you to run around with an avatar, slay monsters, um, level up, um, improve your gear that you um, carry around with your character and that has a direct impact on how powerful your character is. And that is that is slay to earn. You could also call it a hack and slay. Um, it goes into that direction. Nice. Um, yeah, I think. Uh... A lot of the, the games that we see on blockchain tend to be, what's the word, um, kind of one-dimensional, where you know you do one thing and then uh, there's not really a whole lot of interaction. It's just like you know set up your move and then make the move, and that and it's kind of turn-based and there's a lot of that sort of thing. Um, but Slater Earn sounds like it's a lot more you know real-time. Um, I, I don't know if it's multiplayer or not, but you know, it sounds like there's a lot more to it than than we often see. Um, was that intentional? Uh, can you talk more about that that distinction? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that is intentional and and was intentional. Um, with with Blockify Games, as I said, we want to enable um, not only game developers to bring any games onto the blockchain, but uh, we, we really want to focus on action driven games because that's something, as you say it, that we don't see a lot on um, or in crypto gaming at the moment. Yeah. And the reason for that is um, often that uh, you want to protect your games um, in a way that uh, people cannot cheat. And uh, this is most often done by um, having round-based blockchain games, where after each move that a player does, this move gets validated on the blockchain. Uh, this is slow, this is costly, and this basically prevents games that can be action-driven. Like you know it from classic games. Cool. 
And this is something that we want to address with uh, Blockify games. And I think we have proven with Slate to Earn as a game that our approach uh, does work. It allows uh, players to um, have a an action-driven gaming experience on uh, the blockchain. And um, since we also integrated um, uh, wallets and um, rewards on the blockchain, it proves that our approach works quite well. Nice. Um, that's awesome. So we've uh, we've danced around the the, the cheating thing uh, a couple yeah. of times. <laughs> Let, let's let's get into that. So, what is your solution for cheat prevention for games like this that are on chain? Yeah, uh, in short, we call it um, a proof carrying game lock. So we basically record every move that a player makes in a game. Okay. Um, and uh, this game lock that we record there is then um, at the end of a game um, sent to an instance. At the moment, it's still a centralized server, but can easily be, easily be also a decentralized solution. Uh, we were looking into the direction of, of engine or um, uh, now I'm blanking on the name. What was it? Chainlink, exactly, mm -hmm. uh, to, to implement this uh, validation step. So this lock is sent to an instance that can actually validate the game before rewards are handed out to players. Um, and this validation, um, I don't want to go too much into technical details, but um, it's often based, although also flexible in that regard, but it's often based on making a replay of that game to find out if um, when replaying the game on the game engine, the same result would occur as um, uh, the player had it at the end. Gotcha. OK, that makes sense. So depending on how you build your, your cheat validator, um, mm -hmm. it, you might not prevent like you know botting, where it's actually sending input to the game client. Um, but if you did something where it was like decentralized and uh, you know people could you know watch a replay of the game and say you mm -hmm. know kind of vote on the uh, validity of that um, or, or if, even if you use some kind of AI type of system, um, there's lots of it sounds like it's a really flexible concept. Exactly. So yeah. um, yes, uh, we we can also and we have also seen this in the past with um, popular. Uh, classic games uh, like shooters, for example, would try to find out if um, movements of a player were just too fast uh, to be plausible, for sure. example. Uh, stuff like that can all be integrated into this validation engine. It doesn't need to be only a replay, but can also um, include plausibility checks for what the player did there. And uh, there, it's it's pretty much flexible. It's just important that based on a game lock, uh, you can verify the game. And only when you find that this game is valid, then you hand out rewards to the player. Nice. I like that. Yeah, it's a good design. Um, you, you said that, that's called game blocks? Um, you mean the whole project? <laughs> like the, uh, the, 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 the approach? The, yeah, yeah. OK, uh, that would indeed be, uh, we call it the um, proof carrying game lock. Uh, so now I can get where you got this from. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a game lock that we record and uh, that is later on verified. Got it. OK, yep, I follow. Awesome. Um, so obviously, there's you know benefit to having uh, 
kind of a platform or SDK that has thought through a lot of these things and how you're going to store your data on chain and and do cheat validation and all that. Um, but I, I am curious, like, how opinionated is this? Like, in terms of what data actually ends up on chain in the end, um, mm -hmm. and you know, cost management for gas and and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So a big advantage of this approach is actually that you may only really need one transaction at the end of every match that a, a player plays in in your game. Okay. And um, based on on this verification, you find out if uh, the, the player is uh, allowed to receive rewards or not. And uh, only in that moment, you basically need one transaction to then hand out the rewards to the player. And that makes uh, this kind of uh, approach very um, cheap, basically, mm -hmm. since uh, during the game, you do not need any blockchain interactions. Gotcha. OK, that's cool. Um, I guess, so a lot of games that, that I've seen around tend to run into the, the challenge of onboarding users, right? Where mm -hmm. people just want to play your game. They don't want to have to set up a wallet and buy tokens and that sort of thing. So a lot of games are moving toward um, occasionally like centralized solutions where they're paying the gas for people or mm -hmm. setting up their own chain. Um, or using um, like a feeless chain and that kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. what's your what are your thoughts on that in terms of, uh, you know, what's what's the load on the the player at the end of the day for games that use Blockify? Yeah, we're absolutely aware of the uh, hurdles that players face when they want to uh, start playing a game on the blockchain. And one of the big goals is really also to not only get um, developers of classic games to bring their games onto the blockchain, but also, of course, to bring the players that have only played classic games so far onto blockchain gaming. Cool. And yes, there are these hurdles. They will need to learn about what's what's a wallet, uh, how do I do a transaction, how do I install MetaMask maybe in my browser if I want to use that as my wallet, and so on and so forth. Uh, we are pretty much aware of that. And uh, for now, we have decided to integrate a lot of these uh, wallet interactions uh, directly within the game mm, okay. um, to be able to basically hold a player's hand. Um, but there's much more that we we could still do and that we would still want to do in the future to make it much easier for a normal gamer to get onto a blockchain game um and so far yes you will still need to handle uh, some metamask interactions uh, even though a lot of the um, transactions are um, initiated by the game uh, where we can help the player um, to, to start the transaction, but they will still need to have a MetaMask, they will still need to have a wallet and confirm their transactions there. But we hope that we can also eliminate that in the future as, as much as possible. Sure. Regarding the gas fees, uh, we have pretty soon decided to, um, to move to the Polygon blockchain, uh, just because gas is much, much cheaper there. Uh, while on Ethereum, you might pay like 5 or $10 even per transaction on uh, a Polygon. This is a fraction of a cent or something like that. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and what I've seen is that, you know, cheaper is obviously better. Um, there is like the hurdle for for 
non web three players is really it's just i don't want to have to set up a wallet at all or or buy tokens or anything right that's mm -hmm. it's it's just the mental of you know why do i have to pay money <laughs> into this thing i've never heard of yes. uh, yeah right um but it sounds like because of the way you you know you package up the kind of the game uh, resolution and, and submit that as a single transaction, mm -hmm. there's probably an opportunity to let people play the game without any of that. And then at the end, if they want to submit and earn rewards and that kind of thing, then they could go through that process. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that would be a training mode or a practice mode, as we have also already discussed it in our team. Cool. Um, it would be easy to implement. In the end, you can play the game uh, without being connected uh, to the blockchain because you do not need any transactions uh, during playing uh, a match, uh, for example, in the game. You would only really need a wallet at the end of the game when you want to claim your rewards, right? Yeah. Um, so that would also work fine without the wallet integration. So one could basically invite players into the game, let them play it, um, let them have fun with it, let them learn to know it, and uh, only at the end then they can decide if they now want to connect that to their wallet to claim rewards or not. Uh, this is absolutely an option. We haven't uh, built it like that yet, um, mm -hmm. since uh, most of the players that we are currently dealing with, they are just uh, already uh, pretty familiar with blockchain technologies. They have their wallets. Um, so that is working out fine with us. But of course, for the future, um, we, we totally consider having uh, an easy entry into the game. Gotcha. Very cool. Um, so, so you mentioned, you know, moving to Polygon. Uh, is is Blockify a like? Is it multi-chain? You could do this on ETH or Polygon, or maybe even other chains. Or is it kind of a, a one-chain solution? No, it's it's indeed a multi-chain solution. Um, it's it's nearly chain agnostic, uh, so to say. Although it helps that uh, Polygon uh, does support. Um, the ERC contract standards, like uh, you can bridge over ERC20 tokens, you can bridge over, um, although that's not even that easy when it comes to NFTs, they're at least, uh, they can exist on both chains, but are not interchangeable uh, sure. between these uh, chains. Um, but in general, the technology is pretty blockchain agnostic. Uh, so far, we have only integrated Ethereum and Polygon. Mm -hmm. um, Slate to Earn is on Polygon. There's also a token pool for the Slate to Earn game token on, on Polygon. People are mostly playing there. Um, but they could also play on, on Ethereum. So in, in that regard, we have also already proven that it works on two different chains. Um, of course, also uh, just like totally different uh, chains um, uh, would would need um, a bit of a rework there. Not a rework, actually, a bit of uh, an update of, of the engine uh, to have the right contracts that fit the chain. Um, but apart from that, it's pretty much chain agnostic. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, so, so you've built it in Solidity then. Um, any plans to expand to Wasm chains in the future or...? Is that uh, not on your radar? <laughs> it's currently not on our radar. Uh, we think that um, with uh, Ethereum and Polygon, we, we should already got uh, get um, uh, good attention out there. And this is also our main focus at the moment, to, to get adoption. Uh, so before we um, 
dilute what we did by just supporting more and more chains. We first want to uh, see proper adoption for Blockify games. Yeah. Um, also based on our showcase that we can uh, and that we do present to uh, possible partners, uh, which is Slate to Earn. Um, we want to convince them to build their games with us. And uh, for now, um, we are focusing on Ethereum and Polygon. We have been in talks with one specific um, partner, and uh, they were looking at a different chain. Um, excuse me, now I'm, I'm blanking a bit. What was that? Uh, if, if I still remember, I, I would tell you. Uh, but it's, sure. it's, one, it's a smaller chain. Uh, but in general, yes, uh, it's a chain agnostic, but we uh, focus on Ethereum and Polygon for the moment. Yeah, what we also did recently, uh, maybe I can just uh, give you an idea of what our focus was in the last month. Um, it was really to, um, to, to work on our showcase game, Slate to Earn, and to implement um, many more of the standard features that you would expect in a game. Um, so Slate to Earn um, got a um, an, an in-game shop um, that was important for us to show that this would work. Um, we have some some item crafting in there, uh, which I find pretty exciting because you can indeed build your own uh, in-game items, which are effectively NFTs in your wallet. Uh, you can build them in-game. You can um, with the loot that you um, gain by, by playing the game and by earning rewards, you can build new powerful items, equip them, play more games, gain even more loot, and build even more powerful items. So the typical spiral of um, leveling up in an action RPG game. Gotcha. Very cool. Um, yeah, very common features. Sounds like yeah, as a as a showcase game, it makes a lot of sense that you would include a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, so when I was looking through like the Blockify website, uh, it sounded like there was like a collection of existing NFTs and maybe even a fungible token as well um, that other games could use. And I know like every game that comes out today mm -hmm. wants to launch their own NFT collection, their own token mm -hmm. so assuming I, I read that right um what's really the the conversations that you've had around people using your on-chain assets versus creating their own and and does blockify support kind of both options um yeah there i need to clarify that uh when we speak about cross-game nfts mm -hmm. uh, we speak about cross-game nfts that um are all created with Blockify games. So we imagine an ecosystem where uh, there are multiple games out there that um, are built on the blockchain using the Blockify games technology. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, they would share one and the same NFT standard. That's just also one of the features of uh, Blockify games that uh, there is an, a framework, so to say, for building your NFTs. It's highly flexible. You can um, build any NFTs that you, you want to build. Um, they can have a proper payload of attributes. So whatever game you have, um, you can always um, freely decide what kind of attributes you want to put into your NFTs. For our showcase game, A Slate to Earn, we have naturally chosen attributes that fit into the action RPG world. Um, like you have a character and um, 
that character is equipping items which give him uh, or that character protection or an, an attack rating or uh, a heal rating so that you can have self heals or maybe even heal uh, your comrades in the future. Um, all of that is what we packed into NFTs for Slay to Earn, but other games might just go for other uh, properties, right? Um, sure. That is uh, totally free, uh, but supported by Blockify Games, it's pretty pretty easy to um, design these NFTs and to to bring them to life, so to say, on the blockchain. And when two different games are using Blockify Games to build the NFTs, they can understand each other's NFTs. Uh, it might not always make sense, of course, for a shooter game to understand the NFTs of an action RPG. Mm -hmm. But uh, we have also seen already uh, with some some people that we spoke, um, um, and, and uh, that we spoke with some gaming platforms, for example, which saw big success in actually allowing people to use NFTs from the one game in the other game. And even if there was basically um, no big um, uh, a match in, in, in the needed attributes of that NFT from one game to the other, there was at least always the, I don't know how we would call that, the minting hardness or mm -hmm. the rarity of an NFT. And then a very rare NFT from one game um, could still be very powerful in another game as an item. Um, at least that can always be a bridge, this rarity. And um, so this rarity is also something that's ingrained in the NFTs uh, from the start. So every NFT that you will build with Blockify Games always has a rarity and that can easily be um, supported and, and uh, leveraged by, by any other game that is also built on top of Blockify Games. Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. Uh... So, so it seems like, I mean, just thinking, if I'm developing a game on Blockify, yeah. it seems like it'd be hard to balance my game if there's already this huge library of NFTs that people have with various attributes, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm not creating things from, I mean, I probably will create some new uh, NFTs, new tokens, whatever. Uh, but if there's already, you know, the sort of super duper awesomeness, then... <laughs> that might be difficult exactly. to incorporate, yes. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in, indeed, that's that's a good question. And uh, that is something that uh, will always be with the game developers. Uh, they need to decide what value they see in um, allowing games, allowing NFTs from other games in their own game. Sure. Um, and of course, they also decide what power they want to give NFTs from other games in their own game. That makes sense. The big advantage for them will always be that um, the ability for players to bring in NFTs that they already have from another game, um, this ability will just uh, attract more players into a new game, for example. They sure. know they, they can use their NFTs there. They might just want to give it a try and see what kind of damage they can do in that game with their existing NFTs from another one. Um, and that is something we heard from uh, this, especially one partner, which is running a gaming platform and where they already have some NFT sharing, that um, this kind of synergy effect um, um, has brought a lot of players into games as soon as these games allowed or supported NFTs from other games. Gotcha. 
So it's it's a bit of a balance there, indeed. Uh, not only in the game mechanic, but also in um, in the general design of of how you want to support NFT, NFTs from other games. Right. Yeah, and and I can appreciate how because the game does have control over the game client, mm -hmm. uh, you could maybe just say, you know, broadly, we accept all the NFTs, but um, you know what you're able to do with them we might limit certain capabilities or just not implement um you know things involving the agility stat or whatever right exactly exactly um that is that is absolutely up to the game developers what they make of foreign nfts let's say right um if it's maybe uh, one of the same developer of two different games they can even have um um can even allow for a lot of cross-game uh, NFT uh, attributes that make sense in, in, in both of their games, uh, maybe also then boosting the um, the popularity of, of two games at once. Um, that can be this synergy that I spoke about. Um, and on the other hand, maybe it's, it's also just maybe a skin that you take over from one game to the other. Maybe it's just cosmetic items. Sure. That do not necessarily have an effect on how successful a player can play the game, right? But they still can um, take over their their skins, their their um, clothing items, or whatever, and uh, feel more at home in a new game from the start. Very cool. Um, so, <laughs> kind of shifting topics here. Uh, play to earn has kind of gotten a bad rap in various circles um for a variety of reasons um you know it's often treated as being you know kind of pay to win um mm -hmm. there's uh, you know it creates this dynamic of uh people playing your game as a job and then <laughs> kind of being in servitude to people who actually own the nfts and things and so there's kind mm -hmm. of weird dynamics that come out of of play to earn um, mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? I, I imagine Slay to Earn is a play to earn, um, but you know, are are all games on Blockify um, kind of inherently play to earn, or is that an option? Um, yeah, <laughs> broad question for you. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely rather an option. Of course, you don't need to have a play to earn game, um, but what would you then? Why would you then have the blockchain integration, right? It's sure. um, uh, this. This seems closely uh, linked. Uh, these these two topics, blockchain and play to earn. And yeah. yes, it's 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 a complex topic, and there goes so much into. It. And you also started um, or mentioned earlier how uh, also uh, cheating is one problem, of course, that can be solved. Uh, at the moment, it's mostly solved by having round based games. Um, that is something we want to change. But another problem is um, is spotting um, where uh, people do not necessarily hack into a game client or whatever, um, but instead uh, they, they use more external means of um, being successful in a game. Um, and in the discussions we had with partners, we also found that, uh, yes, in general, uh, there are so many different uh, ways for people to just go into a game with the goal to just burn all the money and if everybody would do that then um, a game cannot do well right everybody is just trying to suck money out of this 
and then it needs to collapse at, at some point. Yeah. And uh, if you want to avoid botting or um, um, really um, more clever means of cheating that are not hacking, then um, one of our partners also said that you would actually need to install a camera <laughs> or let people film themselves while they are playing the game with a camera, uh, mm. which is a total uh, um, privacy nightmare. Of course, nobody <laughs> wants to do that uh, so that you can really see with their arm movements and so on that they are really playing the game, right? Um, right. But no, uh, the must, much better approach here, uh, we think, is, um, and this has also proven to work in some areas already, um, that you, you need an economy that is quite balanced. So yes, some will always be there just to, to earn money, but you will also need players that are just there to uh, to to have fun with the game and uh, to to uh, really enjoy the game and uh, want to progress in the game. So um, I also played um, MMOs in the past, and um, with some of them, I also put a considerable amount of money in them um, uh, just to basically get quicker to the items that I wanted. And there have always been players that uh, were willing to uh, invest hours after hours to grind for items that I would maybe later just buy with an in-game currency that I acquired through um, through real money, maybe, right? Just as a, as a shortcut, basically. And uh, if a game is fun enough and um, um, is, is motivating enough so that you actually want to level up, that you want to be successful in the game, um, then there will always be moments where you also just put real money into it. And as long as you have an economy where um, you have more or less an equal amount of players that actually have fun with the game and want to progress in it, and um, um, other players that that basically more focus on the economy part of it and want to earn money um, with that economy. As long as that is a kind of a balance, um, it, it can work out quite well. And I think we have seen this with good MMOs in the past or with good games in general, that um, this balance um, is is something that that uh, can happen and it when it happens it can work out and um that is the the ideal state basically and of course for that you need games that people actually love to play that they want to play and this is this is the gap and this is the cru crucial point here um on the blockchain we currently don't really see these fun games that we see um in the classic game industry uh, where people already without any chance to earn real money put a lot of money into games um, just mm -hmm. to enjoy them and to to progress faster in them and if we could just get uh, these players uh, to also play blockchain games um, and, and bring their whole commitment um, into blockchain games um, then uh, we, we think it's possible to build such an economy that is balanced so that everybody can get what they actually want to either have fun with the game um, or play it for the for the trading or for the for the um, economy aspect of it, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of good information. Um, I I love what you've done with Blockify. I think it's a really great uh, design. I think it solves a lot of problems that I see games consistently solving you know in basically the same ways they just have to roll it themselves so mm -hmm. good good to see people working on uh, sdks and platforms that are uh, really solving rep repeating problems for for games coming to web3 so thank you yeah yeah happy you like it yeah uh 
So where can people find out more about Blockify and, and what you're doing? So first of all, there's our website for the main project. Uh, that's blockify.games. Great. Uh, just visit it. We also have a white paper, sorry, a light paper there. A white paper is still to come, uh, but a light paper is already there and it tells you about all the different parts of Blockify games. Um, then, uh, of course, we have, um, apart from all the uh, more detailed information on, on the Blockify Games website, uh, we also have a website for the showcase game Slay to Earn, um, which might be something for people who want to dive deeper into the topic, but want to also see um, how this can all work out um, uh, practically. Mm -hmm. That's why we built uh, Slay to Earn. And um, Slay to Earn you can find under um, uh, slate2earn.io. Right. And you can play the game under game.slate2earn.io. Excellent. Um, there it will directly run into your in, in your browser. Um, it has been built with with Unity. Um, um, as I think also clear because I think there is somewhere a Unity logo popping up. Um, and then you can directly log in. At the moment, you still need to connect your wallet, uh, but then you can directly go into the game without paying any any money. Of course, just slay ahead, kill some monsters, and see how you like it. And in the game, you can also already see um, the, the in-game item shop that we built, uh, the, the in-game crafting system that we have there. And um, yeah, get an idea of how that all works. And built with Blockify games, of course. So Stay to Earn is really uh, mostly our main showcase for uh, Blockify games. But we also still have uh, plans for Slay to Earn in the future. At first, we still though want to. Um, uh, get more adoption for Blockify games itself. Uh, we need that, uh, and and it wouldn't make too much sense to put all our time into the showcase uh, without also at the same time trying to um, get other game companies to try our SDK and develop their own games with it. Gotcha. Yeah, makes sense. Well, very cool. Well, Mr. S, really appreciate you coming on today. Um, Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. All right, everybody. Join me next week for the Coin Press podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much, Luke. Bye bye. See you.